0: Good, no, it's not. I can't do that. Not a good day not a not a good friggin day. uh, just gonna give everyone the warning now this this episode's going to be explicit so uh if you happen to listen to this and your kids are in the car uh not this episode folks uh, I'm not gonna be able to hold back this one, so let's uh keep the kiddies away from this one. It was good news. It was a good day to the start of it. Uh, Doug Ford here on Ontario started scrapping plans. Uh, We've got March 1st, the announcement has come down that vaccine passports will not be mandatory. Uh, This really means jack squat because they're still going to allow people to do it voluntarily. Um, But nonetheless, most of society uh, can, can start moving forward. I certainly worry, um, for example, arenas. I'd, I'd like to go play hockey and whatnot. Um, and the idea of having kids in camp, all of this stuff. Now it's it's clouded with the weight of, are they going to discriminate? Are they going to put this stuff in place? Uh, I'm a lot less concerned about restaurants and movie theaters. Uh, because just economically, these these are not places that can afford it or care to, uh, I worry more about the public spaces, like the arenas and, and camps, where it's not necessarily profit-driven, and it's, it's a lot more susceptible to public opinion, or, or the feeling of such. So, living so close to London, uh, I'm definitely going to be at the whim of, of some, some unstable people. So, we'll see how that shakes out. I, ideally, we get to the point where, much like Jason Kenney, uh, after initial backlash, they had to just scrap the the, the whole back end of the app. Uh, that's ideally where we need to be. Uh, and Dougie, Dougie Doughboy uh, would not commit to when we're going to get rid of masks. It does seem genuine that they're going to reassess it two weeks after the vaccine passports drop. And then, based on how they move, at that point, they might announce in two weeks it's gone. Uh, That being said, Kieran Moore already said that the kids in schools will be masked for longer than the general public. I think that's terrible, but uh, I I know where he's coming from with that. It's gross, it's not science-based, and it's, it's imparting unnecessary harm on kids that we should not be harming. Um, but what what's happened is they basically are grabbed by the balls by the teachers' unions. Uh, these teacher unions, people don't remember that two years ago, but just before this started, they were ready to walk off the job. They were ready to strike. Uh, that hasn't changed. In fact, it's actually gotten worse with Doug Ford's Bill 124. They can't even negotiate for salary raises. So... The teachers' unions are not happy to begin with, and they are certainly going to take every opportunity to play political chips in their favor. So, much like you saw in Alberta, the teachers' unions literally called it a unsafe work environment to have kids unmasked in the schools. Despite any teacher that's genuinely concerned fully able to get three doses of vaccine. Uh, and you know what? They can have mine if they want. You can have six doses if you want. Um, but nonetheless, they're going to... I think, I think I can read the tea leaves on that one. And it is, it is all virtue signal. I expect kids to be unmasked relatively soon after. Uh, just once the initial outrage from these crazy lefty teachers has, has quelled a bit. So we'll see what that actually does. But, uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll be watching that closely but it is nice to actually have a map now, and a chance to go back to normal society. I can take my kids to a movie theater in two weeks. Uh, my my three-year-old is going to actually be able to see a movie in the theaters for the first time. Uh, and it's, it's killed me the other day to, to realize that he's never, ever done that. Uh, we haven't had him in a restaurant setting. I mean, not having a two-, three-year-old in a restaurant, eh, not always bad, but... But still, we've lost so much and and been cut off from society for so much. And I have struggled with the concept that I don't really want to spend my money in these places that supported segregation. Um, but the sad reality is, at some point, we have to get across that bridge. Uh, I'm certainly going to be a little more careful. Uh, I won't be going to the places that were radical about it. But yeah, it's, it's a... It's a moral, ethical dilemma that I have to to worry about myself. And I mean, everyone's going to have to to reckon with that, how they see fit. Some people will never support these businesses again. And you know what? I get it. Uh, I'm probably never going to buy a Costco membership again, uh, just because of how ridiculous they've been. But nonetheless, uh, the idea of being able to... It was a nice start to the day. It was 9.30, first thing in the morning. Come out, I'm having my coffee, I get the good news uh and don't get me wrong i'm not praising doug ford he's he's a piece of garbage and he should never have done this i'm not i'm not some stockholm syndrome where i'm going to be happy that you've given me two inches of the foot you took back um no he's he's an absolute jackass um but nonetheless i can still be happy that i i look to be getting back to society uh it's definitely been something that i've missed Hockey would be amazing to go now two years without any hockey. But now that we've got all five minutes of the the good news out of the way, we can dive into the bad news. Uh, it's a shitty day. Uh, I did not expect to be doing an episode this soon after my last one, um, but the situation absolutely calls for it. Um, I actually was thinking today, uh, it, it might be a time to sit down and have an episode and discuss the possibility that we might have to, not have to, but it might be in our best interest to cut our cut our wins and pack up and send the trucks home. Because uh, at a certain point, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And before the bombshells dropped today, uh, it was looking like a good climate to, you know what, call it a win. We've gotten a ton of progress the national conversation has notably changed we have completely 180 would all of this uh, and and the progress we've made should not be underestimated or understated but that was before uh i i it would have been good before the announcements today to claim victory go home and leave it in their court cuz being politics they will not admit fault or failure And with that being said, you you almost have to treat them like they're 10-year-olds. You have to lead them to the answer, and then make them feel like it was their idea. Um, So now that we've kind of sparked this conversation, this fire, you almost have to set it up in a way where Justin Trudeau can make it a win. Because uh, he's not going to take a loss. He's been very clear on that. And anyone who's who's kind of read the guy will tell you he will not take a loss. Uh, that's just not on the table. So the only way for us to, to get a full win would be then to have him basically think that it was his win. Uh, and to do that, you kind of have to call your endpoint and, and say, hey, we've made the progress. Now we're going to back up and we're going to kind of let him claim it. That's cool. Because like, at the end of the day, it's to me, this isn't a win or lose. We want one thing. And it's to be back to f- basic free society. To have our charter respected. And I, I, I don't care if I have to basically look like I took a loss or look like I called it quits if that facilitates the ego rubbing that is necessary to get this guy to piss off. Unfortunately... All of that would have been a great idea. It would have been a a golden conversation before today's announcements. Even with today's announcements, you you see the boys over in Coots. um, Unfortunately, they had a a pretty dramatic situation, I believe yesterday, where RCMP found a bunch of guns, uh, a bunch of body armor, and they, they seemed to have isolated it to a group of about 11 people. Um, but nonetheless, that uh, is a very, very big tone change in that situation, and we've always I, I've said for a while now it, it could have turned into Canada's Ruby Ridge. I don't think I really understood how close it could have got. Uh, finding a bunch of guns and body armor, man, it, it could have been it could have been all of it. Uh, but those those ladies and gentlemen over there uh, have a lot of wherewithal around them. Uh, they have decided uh, tonight will be their last night. They've invited a whole bunch of people for food, eat up, uh, enjoy, have have community, and then in the morning they will be packing up and, and basically leaving Coots, um, calling it a win, leaving it on a peaceful note, and not allowing it to devolve into problems. So, live die a hero, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Uh, it truly is in keeping with that now shifting to ottawa and the quote-unquote occupation it's not the same Uh, i think we could have packed up and called it a win maybe this morning maybe after last weekend but that's then and this is now we are living in the post trudeau apocalypse world uh today was the day that everything changed uh today is a day that will be remembered in history uh for decades to come uh this is this whole movement has been something that history is going to write chapters on uh today today is going to be an entire chapter of itself uh today Justin Trudeau invoked the war measures act uh and i recognize that they have renamed it to be the emergency act um i will not play revisionist history uh we talked about this literally yesterday uh i'm not going to downtone this and to make it less than what it is what happened today is nothing short than a massive authoritarian power grab uh justin trudeau is he's trapped in a corner uh, i've had this conversation with a few people Uh, it's been a common theme you can expect when you're say you're dealing with a wild animal the most dangerous that wild animal will ever be is when it's pinned in a corner and it has no other options Uh, you take you take a bear you take a wolf you take you take anything and if it's forced into a point where it's fight or flight uh you're you're screwed Um, This is no different. Uh, Trudeau knows how royally fucked he is. Um, And this is where all cards are on the table. This is where he will pull out all the stops um, to attempt to save whatever he thinks he can save. Although it's it's already too far gone. There is no saving Justin Trudeau's political career. He is, after this, he is nuclear waste. He's untouchable. Um, Even from within the Liberal Party, he is untouchable the question is what collateral damage will he do on his way out uh much like a bull in a china shop a lot can get broken uh the only the only difference is when we're talking about what gets broken uh we're talking about lives we're talking about people um and i I don't i'm not even saying that hyperbolically um he's now invoked war measures act uh and i'm not saying he's going to bring, I I actually don't believe he will bring in the military. I think the military has been quite clear that they're not getting involved in this. Uh, Now that War Measures Act has been invoked, it's harder for them to say no. Um, But he doesn't have their respect. I don't believe that military is is the the goal here. However, when you invoke this stuff and, and you start to lean on this, you have to understand that it is an option. Uh, much like much like with laws if you make something illegal you have to understand that at some point it could be punishable by death and i don't mean that getting stopped for speeding is sentenceable by death i mean that if that enforcement action goes sideways somebody can die so when you invoke these measures you you have to understand that with it comes the potential that people do not survive this uh people have died in many riots uh and i'm not saying we're at a riot but if you try to enforce this in a in a hostile way if you take a peaceful protest and you you kind of force it to a boiling point you have to understand that that the action of doing that can result in in people dying um so it's not it's not something to take lightly moreover the precedent it sets the political precedent now is is kind of scary um i was i was actually talking to somebody fairly neutral today um and just looking back at the last 2 years um you don't have to agree with every protest uh, i certainly don't agree with every protest um but if you would have looked back at the summer of mostly peaceful protests um uh, granted i'm I'm not trying to make a slight in Canada. they were all peaceful legitimately um not c n n peaceful but in canada they they were legitimately all peaceful um just like the trucker convoy has now uh tr- certainly the trucker convoy has been more disruptive it's been more difficult. To manage around it, but nonetheless, it has been peaceful. Uh, but if you could imagine the summer protests for racial justice, uh, if the political winds didn't favor that at the time, and the people in power declared war measures uh, and threatened to seize their bank accounts, or designated the the GoFundMe for George Floyd was terrorist crowdsourcing. Because that's what happened today. Today, Justin Trudeau, quite literally, called everyone who donated to the Freedom Convoy, terrorists. He declared that the crowdfunding was for criminal operations and terrorist activities. In such doing, he has now designated that the anti-money laundering and terrorist branch of our revenue agency now has authority over all crowdsource um, platforms. He literally overnight called thousands of citizens terrorists, uh, and it didn't quite land with a lot of people. <laughs> By invoking the War Measures Act, it, and this is where a conspiracy has to come in a little bit, um, not so much big picture, but, but little picture. Uh, they certainly sat down and had this planned out before they announced this, uh, because within, within the same speech that they invoked the War Measures Act, they highlighted that private bank accounts and private banks can earmark accounts that look to be supporting this, and they can unilaterally seize all of their assets, freeze their accounts, and confiscate the money. With no court, no due course, no process, no court, no no nothing, they can literally just say, "Nope, you donated to the GoFundMe, Uh, you're a terrorist, and all of your money is is potentially up for question." It's, it is. This is the darkest moment of my life as a Canadian citizen, and I'm I'm really not trying to be. Over the top or dramatic it's it's kind of hard to be as appropriately dramatic as the situation calls for. Um, his father is the only other person in Canadian history to invoke the War Measures Act outside of actual war so during World War One and World War two we had it invoked uh, It's a little different when you're actually in a global world war, and you do need to usurp. The manufacturing process uh they they took over some factories to fund and and source the war effort you saw a rationing of metals and and various manufacturing supplies and then trudeau senior invoked the war measures act when he was prime minister uh, it, it's actually quite funny not really because a man lost his life over it but in the doing, uh, Trudeau was, was, the the political climate was so toxic back then, that people actually were kidnapping Bloc Québécois politicians, uh, and they, they actually killed one man. And again, I'm unilaterally being very clear, uh, peaceful is the only way to do this, because the minute you go that way, and you go violent and, and dark, you can't... You no longer have the moral high ground, and that is not a position I'm ever willing to kind of give up. But Senior Trudeau called the Emergency War Measures Act when politicians were being kidnapped and and murdered. Uh, It was not favorable to invoke it then. Uh, He did it anyway. Certainly, I don't think that, given the climate back then it was it was justified. It was definitely something that should have been taken seriously, but it didn't need to be martial law quite literally he He stopped people from he quarantined every put everyone on lockdown uh like father like son, I suppose but now Trudeau has unilaterally declared peaceful protesters uh terrorists and must require dictatorship to handle the situation and it should be noted that the borders are clear uh coots has stepped down uh ambassador bridge is open blue water bridge is open there are no major trade routes blocked at this point uh, especially with coots going home tomorrow uh it's mind-boggling so with those absent i you could make a case for critical infrastructure at the borders to be a reason for response. Not war measures, but a reason for response. But without those, all you have left is Ottawa. So he has literally declared War Measures Act for the Ottawa Convoy. Peaceful protests. Uh, They are taking up space. They are being inconvenient. Uh, They are political dissidents to him. They do not like him. Uh, and instead of negotiating, instead of having a conversation, instead of just listening to them, he has decided we will not move an inch and you guys will break, uh, even if we have, if we have to facilitate, facilitate it. Christina Freeland has also highlighted the fact that they will be now regulating cryptocurrencies as well, uh. There was a, a list of things she came out and basically declared. But, in summary, the, the War Measures Act, and I, I think the real risks I I see, I don't see the military being a strong threat as of right now, unless the protests get violent, they are really off the table, quite practically speaking. I worry, my my biggest concern is paramilitary police, uh, you see local police or outsourced police become militarized and and put them in a basically a LARP situation where you've got mid, mid-level people, uh, some decent people, some probably dickish cops, um, not trying to paint police with, with one brush. There's many types of police officers. Some are good, some are bad but you take general police take a take a mix of both good and bad you amp them up you give them new military gear you you get them into this high and high adrenaline situation and you're going to get bad results uh much like you see with riot gear and riot cops once it starts popping off once and it doesn't even have to be protesters instigating once you see the riot cops with the shields start kettling protesters. You get a, a mind meld groupthink in that situation. Where you're not processing morals and ethics on the fly. You are just carrying out... You were quite literally just carrying out orders at that point. You're not thinking about what you're doing. So once we get to that point, that is where the danger I see comes. It's not the military. It's, it's the police... When they're they're framed into a situation that basically circumvents one's moral and ethical structure, and it's actually not hard to uh, set up a situation like that, as I'm sure we may well see. Uh, one other thing that the War Measures Act it's it literally crowns Justin Trudeau. Uh, it removes so many checks and balances, and and gives him unbridled control uh, it it quite literally it is it is the measures that you would have in place if, if you're fighting a world war uh, you have unbridled control over the economy over production over distribution supply chains literally everything And and if you one one fact check I do have to do it does not instantly usurp the Charter of Rights and Freedoms um, he certainly has the ability, uh, and if he quote unquote justifies it, he can steamroll it. Uh, there is no actual check and balance for him justifying it, but but there is some amount of just of accountability there. But nonetheless, uh, the War Measures Act itself outlines, and this is this is one provision that that worries me: is they can actually demand private industry uh, produce for them. Uh, Much like you saw during the war, you you saw beer factories, beer can producers, soup can producers. Uh, They started making weapons and ammunition. And in that framing, it makes sense. Uh, It also highlights that they do need to be paid uh, fairly for this. Um, But one application in today's situation that worries me with that regard, is they can now dictate to tow truck companies that they have to tow vehicles. Uh, they will be paid, um, but they can dictate that now. Um, and I believe the the fine is up to six months in jail for an individual. I think it's five hundred dollars or six months in jail. Uh, I don't I don't offhand know what the penalty is for a company. But they've also said that they'll be seizing corporate accounts of any protesters uh, or anyone deemed against the government, the, the wrong thing. You can, and they don't have to justify it. You, they can literally accuse you of being a sympathizer and seize your bank accounts. And that might sound crazy. Because it fucking is. It is crazy. But that's the power we're at now. The wrong government official doesn't like what you say. They can call you a sympathizer, associate you with quote-unquote terrorists, and then they can take everything. And there is no recourse. Uh, it, it was highlighted that, that in the measures given to the big banks, when they're seizing accounts, there is no liability. Uh, if, if they get it wrong, there is no, there is no punitive measures to go, come back at. Now, as heavy and concerned as I am with all this, and it, I am very concerned, and, and this is quite literally a defining moment for our country, I am hopeful. Uh, like I said at the start of this rant, when you trap an animal in a corner, it's going to do desperate things. Now, we don't have to make the situation worse by responding in kind. Uh, we do, We have... L- if the convoy and the protesters and this movement have learned one thing, it is how absolutely powerful it is to keep your composure. Uh, they would not, if we reacted poorly, they wouldn't be invoking the War Measures Act. They would have just come down on the on the convoy. They would have raided with Riot Squad. Uh, you've already got a, a provincial emergency order. They would have just raided it and taken it out. They would have picked it apart and it would have slowly been gone. The The fact that he's escalating, it's just a sign that they're losing, so they're trying every trick in the book. Uh, he's desperate and he's, he's grasping at straws. Uh, as you see with his absolute disregard for the consequences. Because uh, politically, this is a horrible move. Uh, even within his party, you've got four MPs from his own party that left over his lack of planning to exit. This is going to shake the the tree loose. Uh, you're going to see more, at least internally, question what the fuck is happening. Because uh, as much as I can rag on politicians, they are not so devoid of moral compass that they can't see that this is wrong. Uh and you apply this to any other protest and it's ju- it's not even a question. Uh you could never imagine applying this to a different type of protest. Occupy Wall Street. Again, the concept was literally occupy. And certainly you wouldn't have seen them declare a war measure, let alone a state of emergency. But they're desperate. They're losing and they're desperate. Uh, the best thing you can do at this point is just keep doing what we're doing. Uh, like I said, I, I I was ready to concede that, okay, maybe it was time to cut your wins, call it victory, and, and give them space to kind of lick their wounds and, and learn from the lessons. Unfortunately, they, they doubled, tripled, quadrupled down. This escalation is unparalleled, but that doesn't change how we react. It's it's been going amazingly so far. Uh, just keep going. Hold the line. Don't escalate, and just keep going. The reason they haven't swarmed it. The reason they haven't arrested everyone. There hasn't been a law broken. You, the peaceful protest is protected under the charter. No matter how much Justin Trudeau wants to ignore the charter. Granted, blocking the bridges was a bad look, and it was illegal. I understand people's desire to expedite moves. And it certainly did. Coots absolutely is the reason Alberta gave in. Uh, So don't get me wrong. I I understand the practicality of it. And the need to apply directed pressure where it it hurts. However, when we're talking from a legal and practical standpoint, what they're doing in Ottawa is not illegal. Uh, Honking, inconsiderate, now illegal... Okay, don't honk at night. You're fine. Blocking the borders was illegal. But the fact that they have not swarmed Ottawa, they have not arrested, it's it's because they don't have the grounds. Which is the exact same reason the military already came out and said, we're not getting involved here. Uh, it's not our job to evacuate peaceful protest. And it's the same reason Trudeau is not talking about getting the military in. Uh, like I said, I worry about jackboots. I worry about... Some amped up LARP cops that don't take their oath as serious as they should. Uh, And that's just a slight worry. I I actually think a lot of the cops on the ground have been really awesome. And I think the longer you're on the ground there, the more empathetic you are. Uh, The more stories you hear, the more empathetic and, and relatable it is. You humanize these people despite what Trudeau tries to spin and to dehumanize. So, despite the fact that it is infuriating, it is groundbreakingly historic, uh, it is also ignorant, uh, it is... Oh, what's a good word? It is so revealing. And I think this is... its At this point, you're watching the Titanic sink. Uh, we're just waiting for the part where the bow snaps in half. Um, and hopefully, Trudeau is... Politically is Jack in that scenario, where he hangs on as long as he can, but eventually the ocean claims him uh, and in this situation, I genuinely do think that uh the political world will claim him. Uh, he will not be long for this this political realm. like I said before, I hope he lives a very long life, and I hope a good chunk of that is spent reflecting and and living with his ghosts uh certainly his reputation is so tarnished now that he's untouchable um but we we're we are the ones paying the price we're the ones living with the consequences of his tailspin so brace yourselves it's probably going to get worse before it gets better uh these measures certainly allow him a sweeping amount of authority uh, I do expect these measures to to be challenged quite quickly. Uh, I don't think that any just society will uphold these. I I think I don't even think a partisan court uh, could look at this and be like, you know what? Yeah, that's 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 fair. It makes sense. He has that authority. Uh, I don't I don't think it it holds up, and I think you're going to see that this kind of just shows more true colors uh, and I I I think people need to see it uh, you you have to literally rip the curtain down and, and show the man behind the curtain for people to get it and and we're getting there the thing that worries me too is how quickly the establishment media and it, it really shows how problematic our mainstream media is but how quickly the mainstream media goes to kind of put water on the fire and downplay the severity of what just happened. It's not a big deal. It's justified. Uh, you have to do this. You have to inv- like no, no. It's it's not there, and you're not gonna like this when the shoe is on the other foot. If this was a conservative party trying to shut down a climate change protest, uh, and and invoking war measures to do it, uh, I I say that because they the conservatives did shut down. The, the railroad blockades uh, and from the pipeline and and various other environmental causes uh, and granted I, I I'm being intellectually consistent I understand why people want to exact these these pains on supply chains and border crossings and and critical infrastructure I get it i don't think it's legal uh, and if you are going to do it you have to be tactful and limited it it you you're not going to see the border camped up for a month, uh, just like you wouldn't expect to see railroads camped up for a month. Have a couple days, allow some some dialogue, and then get back to, no, get back to a, a productive way of protesting. Um, at least not in a legal way. But nonetheless, if the Conservatives would have called war measures for that, uh, it would have been lefties would have been blowing their heads they would have they would have been calling everyone nazis and hitler i mean it would have only been about five years early um we're already there where they're calling everyone nazis and hitler but nonetheless listen to the words justin trudeau speaks and the actions he does uh, and make your own decisions on who hitler might end up being but uh to leave on a little bit of a good note and, and a positive note It sucks. It sucks to see your country kind of circling the drain. Uh, At least that's how it feels. Uh, I have a a pretty good lay of the land so I can understand that this is all part of the process and it doesn't necessarily mean we're we're losing. It's certainly a rough time and, and an unsure time. A lot of uncertainty. But I do look at what's happened what's going on and where all the pieces are and it really seems like this is a reactionary response and not a proactive response i don't this doesn't feel like a a plan and calculated move this is this is a child throwing a temper tantrum because they're losing a game uh and i don't i don't see a a way out that keeps him intact Uh, You may see a way out for the Liberal Party to maintain power. I don't see him surviving this and coming out leader. Uh, I think the best move would be to replace him within the party. We'll see how it all goes. But, hold the line. Keep it peaceful. It, It is the magical power we've had through all of this. Is to keep it contained and peaceful. And don't give them a reason. Uh... And at some point, we're going to have to address the fact that we need to exit this on a high note before we become the villains. Uh, I would have said that would have been this week had the, measures, the war measures not been invoked. However, they were. And now we have to ride this out a little longer uh, until it makes sense to end it on a high note. Uh, we've made a ton of progress and we've changed the tide in such a way that I don't see us losing any significant ground at this point. I, I think we have nothing but more ground to gain. And I think we've got a pretty good backstop built up. But we can't, this is a situation now we can't back down on quite yet. Uh, so I may find myself in Ottawa Next weekend. Uh, we'll see what the week has in store. Uh, I'm certainly not against it. I, I, I feel called. I feel like we all have a duty, if we can, to participate in democracy. Uh, even when it sucks. Even when it seems like it's pointless. We owe it to not just ourselves. Not just our past. Uh, my, my family that fought in the war. Uh, looking at what's going on right now, would be rolling in their graves. But we owe it to to our children to protect the society we want to leave our kids. Uh, and, And to be able to do that in a peaceful way, and to be able to push these politicians to the point of quite literal desperation, to be able to do that without actually getting violent, it's a special kind of evolution. To know that we've gotten to a point where we can we can fight this fight peacefully and and truly, this is a crazy battle. Uh, just look at Trudeau, try and speak. He is not doing well. Uh, and certainly people on our side are not doing well either. There is damage, but there has been no bloodshed. There need not be any bloodshed. Uh, you don't have to make this violent to really wage this fight. And it's incredible to see that we've we've gotten ourselves that far. So no matter how shitty society seems, take solace in the fact we're a lot further ahead than we really thought we might be. Uh, so yeah, have a good week. Uh, stay on guard. If if something crazy changes, we'll do another episode. Uh, we just needed to kind of get out here and and touch on this insanity uh, and and all that is dictator Justin. But uh keep your heads up and and understand you're you're fighting the good fight. You're holding the line for something more than just you. Uh it means everything to people that haven't come here yet. Uh the kids and generations to come will be looking back at this hopefully from a free society where they can they can look back and thank it to this generation. To the people that stood up today. So take care. uh, Pay the fee. This is a kind of important episode. So I would really appreciate if you guys shared it around. Uh, If you haven't, give us a review. Give us a like on any of your favorite app platforms. Uh, We are everywhere. Uh, And as always everyone. In the meantime, stay free.